Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. I hope you're having a great morning this morning. It's a beautiful day here in the heart of God's country. It is a Wednesday, the 27th day of December, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I am here. Amy Beth Shaver is here. Sky's here. Jeeves is here. Everybody, Hold on. Everybody is here. Brian Dawson. Brian Dawson's in the house. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you this morning? Well, I'm better now that we had coffee. Yeah, the coffee is good. You're doing a good job. And I have my Thanks, new Scott. my new Christmas gift here. From, from whom? From my daughter Merritt. It uh-huh. is a coffee mug warmer. I mean, that's really that. fancy. Yeah, this is super fancy because it uh, turns on when you set the mug on a But you want to know what one of my daughters gave me? What? A beautiful pottery set that I can have like a cream and a sugar in a big uh, pot to pour cream in as well. It's really? beautiful. Yes. Because our children know us, and they know we love and coffee. And I got this about the time I'm thinking about considering, pondering, stopping drinking coffee. No, 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 no. Please don't be like Chris Shaver, who every six months decides maybe coffee's not for him. He's, li- I'm sure, listening right now. Um, no, because this show is brought to you not just by 1819 News, but by coffee. <laughs> Okay. That's okay. There is some truth to that. So, so, I mean, Jesus would really have to give us an extra dose of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. To do our thing. Okay. Did they have Please. coffee back in the day? Back in Jesus' day? Of course they day? did. Scott. Did they? Really? The goats discovered the bean. Is that what it was? That's how they discovered coffee. Yes. How did they know the goats discovered the because bean? Is that in Africa? No, it is in not Pac- I think Pakistan, where a, a sheep herder or a shepherd, whatever you call them, obviously not a sheep herder. If we're talking about goats, yeah, a goat herder. Okay, noticed that his his goats were very jumpy after eating from this particular plant. Are you getting your news from TikTok again? Oh no, sir. There's a wonderful book about this called um, I'll find it. It's um, got Mocha M O K A in the title. And it's a, it's really a great This history. sounds like an urban legend no. that somebody mm-hmm. wrote in the 60s. Because you think, Scott, okay, someone, the, please, goat, the goat herder from Pakistan finds, Scott, sees that his goats are jumping look, around. Look up the origin of coffee. I'm if trying you're not to find it right me. now. And what Scott, I got was like 50 coffee bars uh-uh. named Origin Coffee Bar, uh-uh. Origin Coffee Company, the Origin Coffee Maui, Origin Coffee Labs. Origin coffee. Modern-day Ethiopia. It was already known in Mecca around the 15th century. According to a story written down in 1671, long after Jesus had gone back up to heaven, coffee was first discovered by the 9th century Ethiopian goat herder, Kaldi. (laughs) Oddly enough, that's how cocaine was discovered in Colombia. (laughs) (laughs) All all the little rabbits were just... (laughs) They're right. <laughs> All right, look, y'all are on. You're on my nerves already. The Ethiopian, well, at least it wasn't In Pakistani. Fact, tradition says that not a single coffee plant existed outside of Arabia or Africa until the 1600s, when Baba Budin, an Indian pilgrim, left right. Mecca with fertile beans fastened to a strap across his abdomen. Let's all hear it for Baba. (laughs) Baba was a coffee smuggler. This is from PBS. Oh, it's got to be true. 2013. April 8th, 2013. Pre-Baba syndrome. You know what, Scott? PBS. You know what else I'm not happy about? (laughs) What? The people who celebrate Kwanzaa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look, I'm just going to tell you. The Ethiopian coffee... (laughs) 
finding goat herder smuggler this is so good. guy. I'm saving it. What's is, your problem, dude? <laughs> I'll believe Ethiopia before I believe uh, Pakistan or whatever. Scott, I'm going to bring you my mocha book. Mm -hmm. Like, it's amazing. They had to smuggle it out of Mecca. Keep talking to yourself. They had to smuggle it out of Mecca because Mecca had also, that was one of their scientific breakthroughs, right? Mm. So did he find it first in Ethiopia or was he just an Ethiopian goat herder? He was an Ethiopian goat herder. It's Mm -hmm. a book. I've got my book. It's got a beautiful Mm -hmm. cover. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find it for you. A person... I'll find it, and I'm going to bring it to you, and you're going to go, oh. It's going to seem perfectly real. Scott, this is the same. Now, we're not sure about the moon landing, but we're pretty sure that Baba Boo, the goat herder, found coffee first. I think the Lord loves us, and Adam (laughs) and Eve found the coffee bean pretty early on. And that may have been the first thing that they... Yeah, he threw them out, (laughs) and he threw the coffee out, and it landed in Ethiopia. Scott! And it's like, there's one plant, and there was a burning bush. Isn't that where they're guarding the Ark of the Covenant is in Ethiopia? Okay. All right, I'm going. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. But you're not believing me right now. And they couldn't stay up all night guarding the Ark, and And God said, here's here's some coffee. Scott, Scott. This is the same as you not believing that I could cook until I made food That's for true. you last week. That, that Sky, was impressive. did you know that Scott based all of his knowledge on my cooking ability, not on whether or not I have four children thriving and doing life, but on the Purple Biscuit story from when they were about <laughs> 12. He had decided that Amy Beth probably can't cook. I'm not sure what you thought we were eating in my house, but you not only ate the the, the casserole, but you looked at me with shock <laughs> and awe. You make one and mistake, and that's what one they remember. Mistake. I mean, yeah. look, yeah, purple biscuits, those, those happen a lot. I just thought that was so far down the spectrum of bad cooks. I've watched the British Baking Show. I and, love that and show. And no one has turned out purple biscuits because it just went so awry. Sky. I mean, that, Scott. That you just get, they don't even let you on. I when know. You, when you're applying. How to make I, biscuits now. I, Amy Beth, want to be on the British Baking Show. And they're like, worst, worst cooking disaster. I once made purple biscuits. And you my just, kids have just, not forgotten it. They mark you off. I, I understand why. And, and Chris reminded one of our children while they were home visiting, and she's not here anymore. She's on her way back about right. the one time as newlyweds, he was like, there's only been one inedible meal. And I was like, oh, he forgot about the purple biscuits. And then she reminded him of the purple biscuits. So there's been two inedible two, meals. One while we were newlyweds, and we just like walked in, walked down the road and went to dinner. But what color right. was that meal? Brown. It was a sus shade of brown, and it tasted like dirt with salt. <laughs> What was it? What were you making? Chicken fingers with some horrible balsamic. Chicken oh. fingers with a bizarre oh. balsamic vinaigrette gravy. You know what? Gravy. What do you call gravy in like another country? They don't call it gravy. It's some sort of. They probably call some fancy. Some, yeah. I don't know. Chouchoua. Scott, but you know who's Chicken not having a fancy? Chouchoua. Mm. Not me. How do no, you mess n- up cheese? Girl, look. There's a. Cr- I know how to People make. People are listening and they're agreeing with me because. Purple biscuits mm-hmm. and messing up chicken fingers. I know I did. That's that, and potatoes. Got, Don't got, forget the potatoes were in that skillet as well. We had to throw it out. <laughs> Chris's kind, sweet word as a newlywed husband. <laughs> he's like, I, I got it. No, he goes. This is interesting. <laughs> That's a bad sign. <laughs> he also said, "Okay, I was thinking about not being a doctor, but we must be able to afford to eat out." 
regularly. We so I shall stay Someone help in the program. Me. I cook all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. But everybody I've survived, been... you know. So we survived. They Scott. grew. I mean, yeah. you know, they're selling vitamins that make your kids grow. My kids and all clearly grew. Clearly, the Schaefer. I'm the only one doing that. That's what it is. Purple, purple biscuits, brown chicken finger gravy, choujou, and um, <laughs> whatever the other one was. Before we move on, though, what's the name of the Ethiopian goat herder again? Because I'm really. Baba. Babu? Excuse me. Baba. I'll go back and find it because you don't believe I'm me. adding it to the History. list. I believe you. I believe you. You know what? Monkey pox. I just want to thank you, Sky, because clearly he's we're going a, to have to stick together. He's such a kiss up. No, no he's not. It had to come from somewhere. It makes sense. It would come from the cradle of Look, civilization there. Ethiopian goat herder Kaldi. K-A- Hold on. i got to put my glasses on. Kaldi. K-A-L-D-I. Where did where did the Baba Boo come from? Well, that that's the Caldi was is except all Espresso International. This is from an international. <laughs> it's, gotta, it's gotta be true. It's international. Well, Ethiopia still makes some really <sighs> fine coffee beans. They do have some good so, coffee, guys. They called it. This is the truth. I just told you the story while roaming the countryside of the Ethiopian kingdom Kaffa with his goats. He noted that his goats started behaving erratically when eating the fruits of a mid-sized dark green shrubbery with yellow and red berries. This is on the stinking espressointernational.com. Why? Oh, why? Don't you believe me? Scott? Scott? Why? There's something wrong with those goats. And his buddy, Babu. <laughs> Babu was the one who took them out of Ethiopia. Oh, okay. And he took them to Mecca? About a thousand years after Christ. It wasn't Ethiopians or Italians, mm -hmm. but the Arabs who became the very oh, first start roasting and grinding coffee beans to brew them up with hot water. Oh. And from there, they met Juan <sighs> Valdez. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we get the... Well, Juan Valdez he threw those bags donkey of beans out. over the back of his donkey. <laughs> donkey, right. And headed off to Cause, South America. Because Juan had put his donkey out in the he's, fields with the goat. Right. He's the one that really <laughs> made yeah. it happen, though. He's he the one that brought it to the new world, man. Kaz is wrong my with my donkey. He's acting crazy. He's acting like the crazy goats that my buddy Calde has. I'm going to get you this Babu? book. And also, you're going to eat your words just as you did with my cookie. <laughs> then he rode his donkey, walked with his donkey all the way back to Colombia from Ethiopia. And the there he met, was that. met by hordes of people waiting <laughs> then to walk to America. Somewhere And invade the, our border. <laughs> but look, they're not invading. They're just bringing more coffee. They're, they're just waving them through. The um, Somewhere during yeah, the weekend, I was arguing, jokingly arguing my son about something. We, oh, he was talking about who was the best driver. Mike was about the best uh, driver. We were did he think he was the best driver? Of course he, he's the best driver. And uh, he, he, was, he was raiding everyone else's driving in the family. Oh, uh, my wife. And... Um, and then I forgot, somehow we got started to, someone had mentioned London, and then he said, I bet I can drive to London, and I said, I, I, bet you I can? said, I bet you can, he said, I bet I can, and I said, I will, I will give you $2,000 cash <laughs> if you can drive <laughs> to London and back in two weeks. He was like, bet, I can, and then so my, my oldest son's like, I want in on that bet, and finally Max's like, 
You can't drive to London, can you? Yeah. No, sir. Nope. No, sir. You can't. So then we had the discussion on geography. I bet you did. Which went to... I bet. Where did it where, go from geography? It went to where are we in public school? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. that, that the first thing you think is not, I don't think I can drive to London. Yeah, that's... Uh, perhaps that should have given you pause for a moment. Um... Oh, so. Well, so, you know, um, in addition to not believing me about coffee, it's fine. I Your son you. didn't believe you about not being able to cross the pond on right. just like a, you know, a bridge, for example. Yeah, I mean, you should have a bridge. You should now. be able to do right. that. Um, but, you know, the show today is going to have many elements. A lot of it is laughter. Okay. That's sure. number one. Um, because we're going to play a clip from libs of TikTok about somebody losing their mind at the airport check-in counter. And everybody who travels will appreciate this so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something else that I would like to talk about. I know there's a lot of serious things. But can we talk about what we're not celebrating? I said it a minute ago. But apparently we're, Joe not and Jill Biden you really want suppo- people to you celebrate. You supposed to celebrate. Well, I just being wanted Italian. To, well, being Italian and all, I, I just wanted everybody to know um, that we will not be celebrating Kwanzaa. You're not. No. Mm-mm. That is. It's like a check mark. There's a box. There's a handbook, and it says Kwanzaa. So no, it's, it's got a list. It's a vote for Biden because if you don't vote for Biden, you ain't black. That I learned that. That's a sign. Well, it's a historical it fact. It is. And and when we come back from the break, uh-huh. I just want to remind people: if anybody just thinks, "Oh, I'm going to celebrate it," who mm-hmm. started it and what kind of person right. they were, it'll just take ten seconds. I think liberal white folks it's celebrate a Kwanzaa new more than it is than like 1968, right? That's right. So we're we're gonna just just a little dip because the leader of the free world off. is celebrating it. Yes, right? and he's more enthusiastic about that than he was Christmas. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It had something to do with oh oh oh. Never mind. We'll be back. He came riding from the So they didn't hear Aquanetta? No, they didn't hear that that was bad until it turns out it was a different name. The Aquanetta. That was your stage or your fake name? My fun name. Before you found out it was really? Vanessa. (laughs) Um, All right, guys, just real quickly, I need to let everybody know this is just a doot, doot, doot disclaimer after I've just informed them about coffee beans. He doesn't believe me about the origin story of coffee beans. Brian Dawson is with us. He didn't believe me that I could cook food. And until he ate my food look on Friday, look, I made... Look at the look on Brian's face. He doesn't believe he does, you can I cook can't. food now. Brian, did you come... Uh, the look was actually from the origins of coffee beans. Do you guys know about goat poop coffee? Are you aware of this? Uh, goat no. poop? I knew, but there was... Isn't there a bat poop But coffee? see, he'll take you more seriously than he does me. So it's like, go ahead and tell him. It's misogyny. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't joke about goat poop coffee. <laughs> it's serious. I don't even know what to say right now. What? So the, the, so it has something to do with what it does to the beans. So they feed the beans to the goats, and then when the goats poop it out, they 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 mine the coffee beans out of that, and that actually makes it more expensive. Is it exquisite? Oh, okay. This may be... A, anyway, I'm going to find this book. I'm bringing it in. I'll share it with both of you. It's on my shelf that, that Brian has seen because everybody came over for the Christmas party. Not you. Anywho, but here's a Christmas party and a tradition we will not celebrate. I just want everybody to know, just for fun, when you're at New Year's gatherings this week and people go, are you celebrating Kwanzaa? No, Mm -hmm. no. Um, Kwanzaa, and I'm just reading from the Gateway Pundit, everybody, was a phony holiday created by a violent felon who tortured two naked women. Okay, that's all. I just need you to know that. Happy Kwanzaa. 
Yay! <laughs> Light those candles! <laughs> but Joe when Biden. Was it, when was, was it made up? In uh, the 60s? Apparently, 19. Um, I think 60. Oh, 66. Uh, a phony holiday created by. Uh, a radical named Ron Everett, a.k.a. Dr. Something Something, I don't know, he made a name up, a violent felon who tortured black women. Okay, that's who celebrated and started Kwanzaa. So I have no patience for Kwanzaa. Well, it's kind of like uh, Che Guevara celebration. Yes, yes. Um, honoring Karl Marx, yeah. these type of things. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's in that same vein. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but it, when Margaret you, Sanger's a hero. But when oh, your kids go to her. do... What a great do, lady. Sweet lady. Peace out, killer. Yeah. <laughs> when your kids go to do research, though, in, in their public school, or well, all their schools, um, private school as well, we need to do a report. Yes. And little Sally, little Johnny, you're going to do one on Kwanzaa. I want to do Christmas. No, no one can do Christmas. We cannot say the word Christmas. We're not doing Christmas. We say you're, holidays, you're everyone. Doing, and we're doing only certain holidays, no Christian holidays. You get Kwanzaa. So they go to the interwebs and they look up Kwanzaa. And the very first thing, of course, is the Wikipedia What's the uh, Wikipedia say? Wikipedia says it is an annual celebration of African-American culture from December 26th to January the 1st, culminating in a communal feast called Karamu, usually on what? the sixth day. It was created by an activist, Milana Karinga, based on African harvest festival traditions. They don't even celebrate Kwanzaa. Parts of West. I've been to the Congo. <laughs> they don't celebrate it. it do, I mean, Kwanzaa was first celebrated in 1966. Estimates of how many Americans celebrate Kwanzaa have varied from none <laughs> to just the Bidens to as many as 12 million. I think that is an inflated number. <laughs> I think it is, I think too. that is misinformation. Like, that's actual misinformation. And they even have On a Kwanzaa. Wikipedia? No. <laughs> and they even have a, what do you call that? In, it's in, it's in a Jewish? menorah, but Kwanzaa. It's a rip-off menorah. It's a menorah. It's yeah. they, they went to the Talmud. Menorah is what we'd like to call it. <laughs> It's and the only people celebrating <laughs> the only people celebrating Kwanzaa right now is Nancy Pelosi and the Kente rag member went to the yes. Kente Kunto. Yeah, no, it's no. Kunto whoa, Kinte? Vanessa's Kunte. black. She's allowed to say that. I can say Brian this. didn't say that. I said it. Kunte. Everyone, no, in case Kinte we're not cloth. joking. It's Kente cloth. Oh yeah, the horrible. You remember Kinte when cloth. they did the yeah. kneeling thing? Yes, and, and had the, their little shawls. Yeah, on. exactly. Uh, but that pandering is so. But wasn't that the fabric in that part of the world is very similar to the, the Scottish clans? The, yeah. dif- the different kilts, the mm-hmm. different suits meant. You know, yeah. it was it was your colors. It was yeah, your clan colors. colors. And those were from like the one of the biggest slave trading tribes yes. in Africa, right? Yeah. Yes. No, epic fail as usual. <laughs> Way to go, ding dongs! As if that wasn't bad enough, just looking at them doing that, mm-hmm. like if that wasn't a big enough fail. Oh, by the way, that tribe was the biggest, you know, self-selling. <laughs> Anywho, but you wonder if the person who brings those over, because so you know, questions. there's someone who's like, "Hey, we need to import these, and we can sell them to." Um, black Americans, because it's going to be the whole and, African thing. Hey, and and, and, and guilty white Americans. Yes, and guilty white Americans will buy them. So let's send those over. At a much and, higher rate. And somebody yes. in the meeting is like, you know, we're, we're, we're sending the ones that are, that was the slave trader logo. Oh, yeah, we know. Yeah. Isn't it great? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, okay, I can't even. I'm just going to have to work this out for myself. I'm not going to say it out loud. All right, so we're just not celebrating that. Say what you're thinking. Well, I just think it's ironic that for all the people who think that slave trade started and ended in the U.S., we're the only place ever in the history of the world to do it. Uh-huh. And then it takes it right back to the feet of the people who actually started it. 
You'd think they'd just have a moment of reflection. They just had an expanded just market. Just pause. There's a lot of moments of reflection that are due. I but, would say so. Yeah. No, it's an, it's, um, it's an interesting thing. I love Pat Buchanan quote. He said, we didn't, we didn't, the West didn't invent slavery, but we did end it. Yes, we did. The West didn't invent slavery, but we did end it. So where's our slavery ending celebration day? Shouldn't we get one of those? Perhaps, but I I think they don't want to talk about that. Or William Wilberforce. No, that would like, that, that would no. That gives you a check mark, a bonus. Well, and There's William no Wilberforce in that. No political yeah, and, in that at all. Man. And William Wilberforce. I mean, what was he doing in Parliament trying to change laws? He could have ruined his testimony. He could have. <laughs> he should have just sat I mean, down and right, shut up. Right. Why, and why, just, why was he involved in politics? You shouldn't do right. that, That's Brian. terrible. Yeah, you, you, no. If you're a Christian, you can't be involved in politics. No. So William yeah. Wilberforce shouldn't have been involved in Parliament trying to end slavery. Because Christians shouldn't be in politics. He's Christian yeah, nationalist. Because he was doing it based on Christian values. Correct. He, he became a representative of the people for mm -hmm. the glory of Christ and put an end to chattel slavery in England, which then swept across the West and, to and, and ended slavery in the West. Because a Christian got involved in politics and right. represented Christ, his king, as he represented I've not thought of it in that, and from that Ooh. angle. I'm here for you. That I just is took, I just preaching right there, as, guys. Hey, he was just mm -hmm. trying to do the, mm -hmm. do the right thing. Well, that's pass what I'll pass that offer and plate. Yes. <laughs> All right, look. I know Brian has another thing that he wants, we need to talk about on the other side. We do? Yeah. He's got, he's I mean, got. We don't have to. Yeah, big I'm your we guest. Kinda, we kind of need to. <laughs> Oh, we're trying but to have a high quality show here. Yeah, I'm here to ruin that. What's your thing you want to talk about? Hey, like in 10 seconds, five seconds. We got to get ready. Never mind, just kidding. Tease it? No, we'll be back. Okay. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We are powered by 1819 News and uh, just off the cuff. Off the cuff. <laughs> Off the cuff. We're powered by 1819 News. We're powered by 1819 News. And about that. About that, sir. If you're enjoying the show that's powered by 1819 News, if you're enjoying the content put out by 1819 News, um, and really I think it's a bigger conversation um, as we see Elon Musk telling Bob Iger at Disney to go F himself. <laughs> Because, and, and what this is, this is, this is a huge, this is one of those moments we're going to look back on in 25 years and say, like, this was like, a, a, you know, going to the moon or something like that. This is this decentralization of mass media and the end of corporate sponsored journalism. For the last 20 to 30 years, there's not been real journalism. There's not been real scrutiny of government and corporations because the government and corporations have bought off news media. Mm. Brought to you by Pfizer is the reason we didn't know what happened in COVID. Right. Well, in Alabama, it's brought to you by these big corporations that run our state. And it's the reason that journalism has not existed in Alabama mm. has been because these corporations sponsoring the the quote unquote news. So it's a, it's a one to one, and we saw this two years ahead of Elon Musk. We saw this two years ahead of even Tucker Carlson. And now that they're talking about it, and so the only way that you can have real journalism is to be citizen supported, right? That's it. That's the solution. Correct. And so eighteen nineteen news. The reason that we're able to um, have, have exploded in just two and a half years of being on the scenes. Uh, have been able to have as much influence as, as we have and been able to uh, investigate everything without fear or favor is because we're supported by citizens. And so if you would like to be part of that citizen-supported journalism, we would love for you guys to join our team uh, as we uh, actually do the, 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 the holding accountable of these corporations, providing real scrutiny 
um, to uh, people in power, speaking truth to power. Uh, so you can go to 1819news.com. There's a, a button that says become a member. Click there. Membership start as little as $5 a month. That will be you being a part of this movement that is taking place here in Alabama. Mm -hmm. And we are two years ahead of this national conversation that's going on right now. So please do that uh, today. Wow, that was... Uh, <laughs> that was fantastic. Man. You could have said 1819 News a couple more times. 1819 News, 1819 News, 1819 News. <laughs> <laughs> we have such fun with that. We've, well, we we've had guests in to do it. We've had... What's we might girlfriend? later have, well, we have Sandy Kowalski who married into the family, but you might have a flight attendant later today <laughs> or this week at some point um, offer an 1819 News live read. But you have an idea. What was your next? You had a little, yeah, no, you wanted so to dip it's, into something. It's, a, it's a, a resounding theme, and this goes back to exactly what we just said. If, if the people are paying for the journalism, or we'll say the people that should be scrutinized are funding the news, mm. the scrutinizing don't be happening. That's right. Okay? That's yeah. right. The AEA, the Alabama Education Association, oh, is one of that. those groups, okay? so. But I um, thought they were so good, Brian. Yeah. They love people and teachers and students. Of course. Well, they are. Well, so I'll go back a little bit. So um, for... What and Scott could probably really speak to this. Thirty years, the state was ran by Paul Hubbard and Joe Reed at the Alabama Education Association. They were the big dog. Everyone, yeah, everyone the, the in the chamber, yeah. everyone, and they had some deals with the cabal. There were yeah. some cabal members that went with them, but they ran the legislature. Yeah. That's, that's just that's just the way and it is. And, and the, I told the story of seeing Paul Hubbard, who who I got along with fine. Chewing out, cursing out a legislator, a male legislator, and the male legislator crying in the hall. He is Come taking on. such a tongue Come lashing on. from the guy that he knew that without him he is not there. Well, and, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" We that sat is a in sad his story. seat. Yes, on we accident. sat in his seat when we uh, went and took a little looky loo. Yeah, we went when, and we, we were we were down in Montgomery doing. Uh, well, I I'd be living down there. You guys were doing a market visit. Scott hung out with Joey to do Joey's show with mm -hmm. him, and so I took the Ladies of Liberty to none other place than the the Capitol because they were doing something in the Senate. And we went, and everyone in the Senate was like, "Oh my God, we're so glad you're here." Is exactly what they didn't say or show with their face. Um, because why would they? And and so we sat in the Senate chambers, and apparently we were told by uh, Will Ainsworth that we were sitting in Paul Hubbard's <laughs> Did seat we do that where he purpose? would do the thumbs up and the thumbs oh, really? down. So and Scott would have recognized yeah, that. Yeah. He would have so, known. Yeah, that's funny because he didn't really do it that way. No. Mm -mm. What he really I don't know do? which seat he had, but there was always a side over there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they did. They weren't that that uh, up front with it. It was really? the it was rubbing your nose. <sighs> okay. So like baseball calls or, or rubbing your eye. Yeah. And that's how he did it. So which because was thumbs yes, up and thumbs down would look terrible yeah. in a in a, a picture, yeah, a photograph. Yeah, no. But these if you're people, just rubbing your eye, yeah. I mean that just Mr. Bison, you know, everybody's rubbing their eye. Is that like yes, no? Yeah, this is no. This is no. This is no. This is no. Nose. And this is eyes. Eye eye equals eyes. Eye eye okay. okay. I mean, I just I just that's wanted to be it. clear for everybody. So you. If you see us up there doing those hand yeah, signals. Right. We're just like No one's listening to ours, though. That's the difference. <laughs> he was running the state, and everyone's like, does, a, does, does Amy Beth have an allergy problem? There were yes, times that's exactly she didn't take what her they're Allegra. thinking. There was one time in the House I had an amendment, and, and the, his members, his minions, didn't know whether to be for it or against it. Because they, they made perfect sense. And mm -hmm. they had all said, 
And I, I, you know, you could see it. I mean, you could watch it from time to time, mm. but you could see the the board change in the house. Oh, like, come on! You would start voting, and it'd be green, 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 and then all of a sudden you'd see red, back to red, back red, 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 and look up there, and he's he's doing his eye, yeah, or doing his no, and they're changing to no, changing to no, mm-hmm. changing to no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've yeah. seen it. I can vouch for it. Yeah, and I'm impressed that he was able to build that kind of. How did Machine. he do it? Do we know how he did it? He did it with all the teachers' dues money. And he, that was, he was able to use the AEA political machinery and all those members out there and all those teachers out there. And, and they would all go and they believed everything AEA put out. You know, this is for this is for you. You're being done wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't care about you. And he would keep people mobilized. But he has thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And then you tie that in with his... He was in league with, um, what's his name at the retirement system? Bronner. Yeah. And Bronner would put out the, the same message in the little retirement system newsletter that would line up perfectly with what AEA was saying. And mm-hmm. so you had this all the information going out, and the old newspapers were, were worthless. They were yeah. on the leftist side, too. Yeah. So all the information going out to the people came from that one source. And it, and it lines up with what Brian was saying about having independent journalism that says, hey, what about this? Yeah. And so <clears throat> you can see that, so this is basically, we're just trying to give you a history of who these people are, mm-hmm. okay? Were these uh, God-fearing conservatives in the AEA, or were these radical leftists and No, they're and pretty, Democrats? Pretty, ra- pretty radical leftists. Now, I would say socially, Paul Hubbard was probably not super radical, but as far as... Hey, raise taxes, make government yeah. bigger, spend all Correct. you can. It doesn't matter if anybody's getting an education. Just pay more, spend more, pay more, spend more. And then Joe Reed was radical left. Yeah, I he's think. pretty but much But then right. what is the Alabama Education Association? It is the subsidiary of the National Education mm-hmm. Association, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I will talk about a little bit. Of, I feel like Amy Beth will actually probably be able to, to, to tackle this even better than me. But the National Educa- Education Association is a full-bore communist Marxist organization that hates Christ and wants to destroy Western civilization. And they want to do it through pedagogy, which is the teaching of children. Mm-hmm. Right? Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, that's accurate. I think it's accurate. And I think all we have to do is look at our kids coming home from college right now to know that they have mm. been wildly successful. Yeah. People who used to know better and no longer remember. At, at their mission, their real they, mission. Their real mission. They've been spectacular. Yeah. And I think people people in Alabama still struggle with understanding. Because I, I, I think they do, because I do. That there are Americans who literally want to destroy the republic. And yeah. literally want to destroy the country. When you tell them that at Christmas holidays, Christmas dinners, they're like, no way. Yeah. But, no, it's true. It yeah, is there's really so true. much to talk about off that point you just made. we got to be back in a minute. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is with us. Guys, making sure we keep it out of the ditches. Big Dave Jeeves, everybody making sure that the our voices go out to over half the people in the state of Alabama. Brian Dawson from 1819 News is with us as well. Just talking a little bit about what's going on in the state. The importance of outlets like 1819. And, and we got to a little history lesson, really, about the AEA. Yeah. Who used to run the state. And now gradually, and then they were broken for a while. Yeah, and I'll go, so there's so much I want to say. <clears throat> um, 
But but who is the AEA? So we talked about their history in the state. Mm-hmm. But then how were they birthed? They were they were an affiliate. They were the state level affiliate or subsidiary of the National Education Association, which is a communist organization that hates Christ and wants to they're open destroy, about this. Uh, completely. Yes, right. And it's crazy. And the AEA used to until until we broke this story about the AEA buying off Republicans. But I'm going to rabbit trail. Just for a bit, but don't let me rabbit trail and not come back to this because we got to get back to the AEA conversation and their their new newly selected candidate in District Nine in this big Senate race. But um, you said something that's like people people can't they can't accept the fact that there's actually people out there that want to destroy Western civilization mm-hmm. and the Republic that they are actually making intentional strategic moves, alliances, decisions to destroy. The West, okay? And I think that gets back to another thing where people can't wrap their head around a stolen election because we have this thing where we, um, voting is sacred to us. Like, even when I was a criminal, I never, ever in a million years would have crossed that, you know, this line of, you know, stealing an election or like, Mm -hmm. like there's Mm -hmm. there's like a certain level of, you know, sacredness to elections with normal people. But I was reading in, in the Christmas narrative about... Um, King Herod, and when King Herod heard that there was another king that was born, that was going to be king of the Jews, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did, he knew the prophecies. Yeah. What did he do? He went and had all the little boys under two years old slaughtered. Slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Why? So that their, well, that his reign would not be threatened by this newborn king of, of the Jews. Right, yeah. Maintain power, at least. All throughout mm-hmm. history, we have seen unbelievable level, levels of treachery, Deceit um, and just abhorrent. But I mean, that when I read that, I read that. So again, you read it every year, and then I read it this year, and I'm like, wow, this dude went and literally slaughtered every single boy in his nation in order to, to maintain his power. And we don't think that some people might stuff some ballots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. We don't think people will steal an election. That they yeah. will and, do, and, do and, a few and, small things. The pursuit of every historic Western story that you hear or read about. Is like you even watch Gladiator and what happened, and how he killed his dad so that he would get. Pa- I mean, just again, and that was fictitious. But but there's this constant pursuit of power that's really there. And until we realize that it's evil that we're up against, we're we're not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. But you you made me think of that with what you were talking about. With people don't think that people want to destroy the republic. Well, the republic, the West, Western civilization is this good and beautiful thing that God has created. And those who hate God want to destroy it. And they're right. real. And they have you know they have cultivated all this power. And they're, they're coming after those things. And the teachers' union is one of those things that wants to destroy the West, the National mm-hmm. Education Association. The Alabama Education Association is their state-level subsidiary in the state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they, their power was taken when, when Bob Riley, hate him, love him, whatever, and Mike Hubbard mm-hmm. um, made it to where the, the dues weren't just pulled from the paycheck, right? You know, there was this, that automatic deduction that was happening. Right. You actually had to make a cognizant decision to write out a check mm-hmm. and send in your dues. And when that yeah, happened... Yeah, because it worked in another state. We copied yeah. it from them. Yeah. And so um, so that, that essentially killed the Alabama Education Association. Everybody thought they died. Well, like anything else, when you chop it down in Alabama, what happens? It, like a vine on your property... Right. It immediately grows over like right. two days right. later. It, it, it's, now yeah, it's, all, all it's, it's all the um, the they're not they're not science fiction, but it's 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 the mummy. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's all these old movies where they it take, just doesn't they go kill away. Kill the evil thing, and then there's an amulet, and the amulet falls in the sand. It's covered over for a thousand yeah. years, and then but it's, it's still back. there. 
and yeah. then it comes back for whatever reason, and it's this yeah. AEA is risen. And, it was, and instead of a thousand years, it was four. <laughs> and a whole bunch of people got together, and they were like, you know how the AEA could win again? Is if they adopted conservative messaging and gave money to Republican candidates. Mm-hmm. And so they came in and dumped millions of dollars into Republican candidates' campaigns mm-hmm. and coffers. And so now the, the the AEA spent in the last election cycle, they spent $1.5 million and $1 million went to Republicans despite an AOGOP bylaw. So that's ALGOP, that's the Alabama mm-hmm. Republican Party, bylaw saying that they're not supposed to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the, the Republican candidates are not supposed to take money from the NEA or their state level affiliates. Mm-hmm. So we exposed that at 1819 News. It was not a widely known thing. We did that. We exposed that. Um, and and now, um, I think because of that exposure and then exposing all the bad things that are happening in public schools, uh, this, this